0: this podcast is supported by patreon you can show your support on patreon.com slash toads and get four early episodes a month for just a few bucks plus it helps ryan buy digimon toys
1: alternatively spend it on something more important
2: hello and welcome to another episode of the toad on games podcast the only podcast in the world that has little frogs Every ten seconds. That's right. If you listen closely, you'll hear a little frog every ten seconds. That that doesn't exist. But let's just see if anyone if anyone does that. Um, <laughs> with me today, I have uh, Rocket Adrift Games, um, and I don't know if you each want to say uh, just very briefly let's say hello and who you are and what you do at Rocket Adrift Games.
3: Hey. Yeah. Sure. I'll go first. <laughs> I'm Lindsay, and um, I'm. Kind of like we all kind of share uh, all the roles, but I'm primarily a character artist and a writer, and I do a bit of coding. And I'm also part of the podcast.
0: Yeah, I'm uh, Pat, and I do um, a background art mainly, and music and sound, uh, but also yeah, we, writing and uh, a little, I guess, game design. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> and I yeah, I uh, play uh, one of the one of the characters on the podcast as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Titus. Uh, I guess I'm the lead coder, mm-hmm. um, and I do uh, UI and uh, writing as well. And uh, I uh, GM, I guess, the main storyline on the podcast.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Awesome. What I love about whenever I speak to indie developers and stuff is um, when I go, "So, tell me about what you do," and they all go, <laughs> "Oh no, I don't have a, I don't have an official a <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, we we uh, have uh, sort of complementary skills when it comes to like art and, mm-hmm. and the music and everything like that. But but yeah, it's like we all we all got to be writers and we yeah. all got to be doing marketing. Yeah. And uh, that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's
2: always all hands on deck. Like it's never I'm the senior writer and this is the marketing manager and over here is the finance manager. It's just like we <laughs> we all do a bit of everything. Yeah. Um, I love that. I always love that.
0: Yeah. It's <laughs> extremely collaborative. Yeah,
2: I guess, um I mean, it'll be in the description, and whatnot, but for those who haven't read it, I guess I should br- briefly explain, obviously, you're developing a game at the moment called Raptor Boyfriend or High School Romance, Yep. and uh, we'll go into a bit into that in a minute, and also you uh, run the Dark Future Dice podcast, which I won't pretend to completely understand, <laughs> uh, but I'm sure we'll get into that. I-, I was like reading up it, and I was like, oh, I'm going to have to pretend I know i want this is at least a little bit, <laughs> um, <laughs> Like the description of it was like, Oh, it, oh, I think you guys are telling me, like, oh, it's a TTRPG actual play podcast. So I was like,
0: Uh, uh, uh a what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a surprisingly
3: it small community.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's basically Dungeons and, Dungeons and Dragons, Dragons, is kind of like yeah. a TTRPG that's a tabletop RPG. So, like, that it's the what we play is a cyberpunk version of that, which is actually mm-hmm. the game that um set to release November Well and yeah, yeah Cyberpunk 2077 uh, is based off of this like original
1: uh oh.
0: game. Mhm. And so what we do is we we play that and we record it uh and uh, people listen to it, I guess. <laughs> and like it <laughs> and for, for like some it. reason. Also, <laughs>
1: yeah. It's kind of collaborative story um telling mm-hmm. with uh, some dice thrown in to uh to decide how things out and keep things interesting mm-hmm.
0: yeah i like to think of it as like um like playing pretend but with rules and like yeah and uh and for i think it's for adults but obviously <laughs> kids can play too but i don't, I
3: don't know it'd be complicated That's i think them. for a kid yeah.
0: <laughs> so I, I i seemed
2: i, I gather that that was kind of what was what it was um you mm-hmm. have to pardon my absolute noobness in regards to this but is it something that will people listen along to the podcast and kind of play along like is it is it that collaborative or were they how, how does that work
0: not really it's more it's more like they're like it, it's they more... just listen in
3: and um we have like polls and stuff that they can participate in to like influence certain parts of the story but for the most part it's just like us um, playing gotcha. and them listening. Yeah, Yeah,
0: I think people like it kind of like a radio play almost. Yeah. So they just kind of get involved in the story and the characters and laugh along at the jokes and stuff like that. I really dig that. That sounds cool.
2: Um, yeah, it's 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 really interesting because um, for me, as someone that has never, unfortunately, got into the tabletop like community very much, hmm. um, it's such a shame. I always feel like I'm missing out because there is, whenever I go to indie events or I speak to people that are hmm. in... The indie industry or interest in indie games. There's such a tie between that community and the and the tabletop community. I don't know mm. what it is, but there's such a uh, you know you go to the expos and you will find like his little PC indie game and then the next table we've made this tabletop game mm-hmm. and it's just so intertwined. Um,
0: yeah, sure I think why that is I think it's it, there's some there's something about maybe um, when you run a game like when you GM a game and uh, you're a referee or referee wrestling. whatever there's tons of terms for a dungeon master whatever <laughs> uh, if when you make a game like that it's kind of like a a, a version of game design it's in itself you have mm-hmm. to <laughs> make sure that the players are gonna have something some kind of content uh, no matter what their decision so you're kind of planning for what a player wants to do and that's. Similar to what uh, a lot of games like design. game design, yeah, yeah. And similar to a lot of game design theory yeah. and stuff. So yeah, and
1: you got to keep it fun, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and kind of tailor it for the kind of experience that people are looking for. And so I think those mm-hmm. skills are kind of complementary to to making video games. Yeah,
2: yeah, I understand. That. I, that. I guess it kind of was like a precursor to it, really, for a lot of people. And um, mm-hmm. you know, I I have I have several friends that will be like, I just spent like eight hours just writing, like. My game of Dungeon and Dragons
0: that I'm playing, I'm just like yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People go crazy. I oh, mean, people go all out.
3: Some people get dressed up and stuff. I want to get dressed that. up one time. Oh my god, <laughs> just
0: for a recording, just for my own like fun. <laughs> no one yeah. can see it, but <laughs> yeah, it's been great to get into because me and Lindsay weren't actually. In, like hadn't played any no. TTRPGs or anything until uh, until we started making this podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's really it's really fun. And uh, we've met, since then we played with some other people. Uh, there's a there's a uh, organization called uh, DMG, Dame's Making Games in Toronto, uh, where we're from, and uh, they run like they used to before this whole COVID, pandemic yeah. thing. <laughs> things they used to run like a, a community game night, so you can come in and play with other people mm-hmm. and yeah it's been one of the few times when we we were able to socialize before <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh,
2: yeah. that's the thing i imagine obviously with the pandemic that that community has been really really hampered.
1: Uh, you know much more so than the video game community like that's because it's such mm-hmm.
2: a communal thing
1: yeah we had to uh keep the podcast going remotely um mm. for a while and you know it, it's not the same experience as uh mm. As meeting up and doing a podcast live, but mm-hmm. um, you know, I think you have to adapt. But yeah, it's been it's been hard not to not to have those things in your life, like being able to go to the Dame's Make Games night and mm-hmm. and play with other people and meet other people with common interests. Because they also, like you you said, those things seem really inter- intertwined. And then Dame's Make Games, mm-hmm. they're they're all about video games as well. So you know, it, everyone's kind of isolated right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, what can you do? <laughs> Just coming in with the
0: downer topics. Yeah, hey, uh, welcome to the podcast, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> we do make a game about dating a raptor, though. Oh so. yeah, there's so many sad, sad things. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh gosh, um, but how, how how did that podcast start? is because you said that um, that that was your first like TTRPG. Mm-hmm. Was when you started the podcast, so had, had you you previously weren't playing?
0: Yeah, we we've been doing podcasts together for a long time. Like mm-hmm. we used to do, uh, just like kind of a free form podcast. That was the first way that we started collaborating. Mm-hmm. Then we did like a bad movie podcast. None of these did very well at all, and or went anywhere. So uh, we kind of were. It was some something that we could just decide to do. I guess we have the equipment, and uh, mm-hmm. when we were contemplating. We had finished like uh, our YouTube channel with that. Was, I'm not going deep into a rabbit Yeah, yeah. Basically, <laughs> I, uh, uh, yeah, we we wanted to play a game of uh, cyberpunk together. And um, it, uh, we're kind of workaholics. So the only <laughs> way that we could get ourselves to do it is to tr- sort of make it work and yeah. record it. Yeah. I essentially. Yeah. I was
1: essentially talking about it uh, because I had mm-hmm. played it um, when I was younger and hadn't played it in years and i was like oh you know i think this would be really fun we should do it sometime for fun and eventually um pat and Lindsay were just like we're not going to do it unless we we trick ourselves into thinking this is work so (laughs) oh just blame it
3: on us no i mean you were
1: completely correct
3: (laughs) it worked yeah Yeah. the only thing that got us to play yeah we were we really weren't uh, expecting much from it. Like, we weren't expecting an audience or anything. We just thought we'd mm. try it out, and people seemed to really enjoy it. Yeah, so, mm. it
1: kind of grew organically, yeah. uh, which was completely unexpected. That's the first time this happened. We had <laughs> yeah. been doing lots of podcasts with no success before.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I love what you say about that you had to kind of make it feel like it was a productive thing in mm-hmm. order for you to be able to actually enjoy playing games.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I it's... love that. That's
2: such a... I hear that so much, even from people in on like the video game side in the industry. It's just like they can't sit and play a game for fun because they know they have to have lots to review or that they have a game they mm-hmm. have to make themselves. It's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of sad that we need a. But hey, something cool came out of it. Something cool came out of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: It's it's kind of a. While there is work surrounding it, it is also kind of our excuse to like take a day mm-hmm. to just just hang
1: out, hang out
0: a little bit. Yeah. So you gotta, I guess. Sometimes you do just got to force yourself to have some fun every once in a while.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think when you're in the indie sphere, too, um, your kind of regular life and your work life, there, you know, sometimes the lines blur yeah, a lot. Sure. So yeah. I think this is not really healthy, but a lot of times when you're enjoying something or taking some time off, it's it's time you think that you could be doing work. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So it's difficult, I think. And, and you have to have strategies, I guess,
2: around it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm basically top advice for everyone make the thing you want to do for fun into a, a podcast <laughs> it turns out, yeah. and then you can do it <laughs> then you, yeah then you'll put you'll prioritize it that's oh it do you enjoy making tasty sandwiches tasty sandwich podcast oh i'd Weakie listen to podcast I, actually i really would yeah <laughs> um
3: yeah
2: everyone needs some sandwich advice yeah, I need some sandwich advice. That's the name of this podcast episode. Sandwich advice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Um, did you find that, obviously, because, as you say, this, this upcoming Cyberpunk game is based on this um, game, have you mm-hmm. found that that has brought you an audience, as has a lot of it come from that, or is it literally just the D&D community have just rallied around?
3: I think it's a kind of split 50/50 when I look at our analytics. We do use like, you know, behind the scenes a little. We do use the tag 2077 just to see if it mm-hmm. works for us, but um Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, I think it I think it brings some people in, yeah.
1: yeah I think it's a combination of mm-hmm. the game um and also just the TTRPG community mm-hmm. uh experiencing a lot of growth right now.
0: Mhm. Yeah. Ooh. A lot more people interested in finding different kinds of podcasts surrounding mm, and trying
3: it for themselves, and mm. that's good.
0: I'm always surprised to see like people that were like diehard fans of the original game because mm. it's kind of an obscure one. Like,
3: yeah, it's not very, it's not as well known as D and D. But there's mm-hmm. some of
0: the people that are, are listen to our podcast that have been just playing Cyberpunk 2020 for a while. since long it time came out. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. 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 yeah, I'm always surprised to see that.
1: It's good to know cuz I I used to think I was the only one so <laughs> <laughs> there are others out there
2: That's yeah. interesting. Do you, do you think the community is is widening then? Were you saying that you think that it's it's seen growth that there are actually people becoming more interested in it now?
1: Mhm. Yeah, I definitely would. And I think um it's become it's becoming a lot more diverse, mm-hmm. too, which is uh,
2: better open
3: space. Yeah,
1: and it's creating just more interesting narratives in in role-playing in general, but especially in the kind of podcasting that mm-hmm. comes out of it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. One of the things I like, uh, that's happening now is there's a lot of, um, I guess more kind of open and just like less rules heavy, uh, kinds of games being made now. So mm-hmm. instead of D and D or even cyberpunk, where they're very obsessed with like the rules, there's ones that are just, you know, you, all you need is uh, two six-sided dice and, uh, and like two st- stats and then your, your imagination t- <laughs> yeah and your imagination and so it's kind of makes it, it puts an emphasis on the impro- improvisation part of it and all that stuff and mm. I think uh yeah that's pretty cool there's like there's one game that was made about Carly Ray Jepsen yeah uh, so I mean that's cool too
2: <laughs> Carly Ray Jepsen basically yeah <laughs>
0: That's cool. I
2: mean, it's it's always one of those things I really feel left out, like having not properly got into it myself. Like I, I shouldn't. I think I would probably prefer the sort of dungeon master role where mm-hmm. I'm the one that has just sheets of paper everywhere. <laughs> the puppet Storing master. Down story. <laughs> I love that though. I, that's that's what I love. I think I think I probably get bored just playing. I would mm-hmm. want to like control the story and stuff. Um, I should definitely. Sounds Do like that. you're a I natural think. GM. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's what I've I've always said that I'm a natural GM. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, once COVID clears up I'll definitely have to um um try it. Mm-hmm. But that's good. I'm glad that I'm glad that it's still going well despite everything that's happening at the moment. I'm glad that uh you've managed to find ways around um remotely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm the podcast and stuff. That's, that's good news. Yeah. Uh, was that difficult? Was that difficult setting all that up? Or was it, I mean, obviously as you say, it's, it's, yeah. it had, I had some headaches. Not being to, yeah. Yeah. It
0: was, yeah, there was a couple of problems. We had to get like a new microphone. There was, mm-hmm. um, a... all these
3: technical issues. We had to do it over like discord.
0: Yeah. Um, ah. And it's, yeah, the
3: connection is not always reliable there.
0: Yeah. It was always, it's, especially since it's kind of like, uh, improv improvised and like, it's, it's, it's kind of one of those things. that's kind of hard to re-record. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. I always felt like oh, it was gosh. just yeah. hanging on by a thread. Yeah, and hoping it moment, captures it. to it. Yeah. get corrupted or something. And Ooh. so yeah, it was a little. It's a little bit more te- like uh, tenuous, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, to uh, to try and, to record it remotely, but um, yeah, you know, we we made it work. It's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, there we didn't that lose any harder times continuing their work than we did. So. Yeah,
2: that's true. If you were uh, had of lost work how would that, how would you resolve that cuz you would have had like a, a I presume like an hours worth of game and then how hmm. do you even backtrack from all that well, i guess you were just pinning on it not happening
1: well what we were doing for the remote ones was doing kind of one off sessions that weren't part of the bigger narrative so um. if we had lost them it wouldn't have been uh, the Good end deal. of the world right or would have affected the kind of Big storyline.
0: But we did do a couple that were That's true. remote I, and that were part yeah, of the main storyline. That was risky.
1: So yeah, we did we did take a risk, but after we tried it out on a few uh one-offs.
0: Yeah, we felt a little bit more comfortable yeah. trying it. But it was it, it what would we have done? I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> Probably Ooh. re-recorded it or something. Yeah.
1: yeah. It
3: would
2: have sucked. Yeah. Uh um, repeat all the same jokes you did before,
3: remember? Oh yeah. god.
0: Yeah. No, Get yeah, into yeah. the exact same mood you were in. <laughs> Del- deliver that monologue like you did before. That was so good. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, that yeah, would be really be bad. Know,
2: yeah. I am, um, I mean, you will all know, but obviously listeners won't, that I don't use Discord for my recording. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I use just this random app thing, which works really well. But yeah. mm-hmm. for some reason, whenever I use Discord with my microphone, which is just like a, a blue Yeti, pretty Yeah,
0: standard, Yeah.
2: But it just will
1: switch off halfway through the recording. Have, yeah, we I have the long same long.
0: problem. I, just,
3: I
1: have the exact same problem. I don't and, know what uh, that is. It's really frustrating. <laughs>
3: <laughs> just talking about it triggers. Yeah. Me.
1: <laughs> it, was a, it was a big part of, of what made uh, doing the remote thing so frustrating was we had to figure <laughs> out that issue, and I still haven't resolved it. it yeah. My oh. Yeti will also just cut out yeah. on mm. Discord. so
2: strange. I'm glad it's not just me. Yeah, I, I will have it happen all the time. Yeah. Um, it's so unreliable, but that I just can't record via it at all. Mm. Um, so currently, I use this thing called Zencaster, mm-hmm. uh, which is good anyway because it sort of records each 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 end, and I can save that. and It's pretty reliable; I've never had it die out. Mm. Um, but obviously, it's much easier. Whenever I tell people, "Do you want to come on my podcast?" I go, "Great! Here's my Discord." And I go, "No, sorry, nope." <laughs> it's a completely
1: different thing that I use.
3: Yeah, yeah. That's fair. It seems pretty reliable. I've never heard yeah, of this. We're, we're
1: kind of eyeing it up. Over
2: yeah. What is this thing? It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, so I'm on a proper tangent here. But yeah, do do check this out. It's called Zencaster. This, this is what I've been using for the last like 20 episodes of this podcast. Um, hmm. At the moment, it's completely free. Um, mm-hmm. If you have lots of different guests, it will have lots of different channels, and then it will save each audio file separately. Um, wow. It's been pretty useful. The guest doesn't have to do anything. You can just get an invite link. It's been quite quite handy for me anyway oh Uh, so you'll get like
0: our recording from so you can just download our recording it won't be like a kind of like internet filtered version of it or whatever yeah 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 when when
2: we're done when we stop this i just download the individual tracks and then i can go and edit it and yeah pretty good that is Uh,
0: wow okay great i I will definitely check this out yeah (laughs) (laughs) There you go. That's the podcast about podcasts. Yeah. <laughs>
2: um, cool. So I mean, it's, it's really segwaying off here. So how did Rocket Adrift game start? So you'll have to again, excuse my ignorance. Is the Raptor Boyfriend game? Is that your first game, or have you released like little? Have you have you, have you mm-hmm. worked on it more, or...
3: Yeah, we had a uh, one small game jam game before this one called Order a Pizza, a visual novel. And it uh, came out for Nano Reno, which was like a, a visual novel game jam in March. And we did it uh, last year and uh, it did pretty good. It's on itch. Uh, it's available to pay for pay as you want. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, people, people really liked it. The people who played it. You know? Yeah.
1: It's about a divorced dad who mm-hmm. uh, is um, having a very tense uh, moment with his uh his daughter and his new girlfriend, and he's trying to solve the problem by ordering the perfect pizza. As you do. As you do. It doesn't, <laughs> let's just say, it does not go does, well. Yeah,
0: it doesn't go over There's, so well. <laughs> uh, some time loop issues. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it just gets, it gets crazy. Mm-hmm.
2: So, my, my favorite bit about the explanation, it was so like monotone that I thought it was going to be really deep and serious. And I was like, oh, look at this. <laughs> oh, <hang on. laughs> no, it's about order. So this
0: pizza. happens and then you order a pizza and I was like, oh
2: okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. that's kind of the game's energy overall, yeah. I
3: feel like. It, yeah.
0: <laughs> where it's like, oh I thought it was gonna be funny and now it's really serious. Oh now I, th- I thought it was gonna be serious and now it's that's really, really weird.
3: Funny and weird.
0: So yeah. I'm trying to try and keep people on their toes. <laughs> that's it.
2: Hey, you want a nice little mix of emotions and toppings. So get, get more yeah,
3: more. a little cheese.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we put, we put that out and we, uh, like I said before, we'd been podcasting together and, uh, we made, we used to make, um, animated cartoons on YouTube. And, uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, when that kind of fell apart, I guess, uh, because we kind of mm. overworked ourselves and found that YouTube wasn't really the place for us. We, uh, we pivoted to games. Yeah. Titus uh, had pitched to us multiple times to get us to consider making games. And, uh, this, Last time it just worked because uh, I don't know. I guess a multitude of reasons. I guess I started playing more like indie games and getting more into like different kinds of narrative, little narrative games that seemed like we actually could make one of those. And um, I don't know how, how, why you felt this was the time, Lindsay, mm. to, to start making games.
3: Yeah, I just wanted to exercise different creative disciplines because we, we were all like illustrators. Uh, that's how we met. But we, like, have different skill sets as well, like Pat does audio, and, and we all like to write. And so it felt like the video game aspect could just fulfill all of those disciplines in one project. So it made sense mm. to me.
1: I think we also wanted to um, take more time. We, when we were doing uh, the animated stuff, we, it was about putting out things as quickly as possible. And uh, we wanted to take more time and, and mm-hmm. refine, mm-hmm. Uh, like, the, the project we were working on. mm mm-hmm. But I was certainly surprised when they, when they went for it. So. <laughs> because yeah. I, had, I had been pitching the idea of a game for a long time. Um, yeah, we yeah. were just like,
0: no, no, no. You kind of <laughs> did this hard sell, and you're like, oh, we got to do it. Like, this. if we do this, we can do that. And it was this whole presentation. And then <laughs> at the funny. end. <laughs>
1: that's, yeah, that's, that's how I do things. And,
0: <laughs> and then at the end, we were like, I think, yeah. Yeah, you know the, what, and sure. Like, and hold on, guys. Hold, what? <laughs> really? So that was funny. Was
2: it literally a presentation? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I like, stood up there. Had there was had like a
0: whole notes. whiteboard and oh, notes wow. and <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: everything. It's, um, it's just who I am, I guess.
1: <laughs> I always yeah,
0: enjoy I, it. I, it feels so, it feels feels so like, official. Yeah, it feels like we're a real person. In our like, apartment,
3: one-bedroom apartment, doing <laughs> presentations
0: to each other.
1: I feel like it's the best way to get my ideas across. Yeah. yeah it works. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's it.
2: Yeah, I, mean, I am actually imagining you with a big PowerPoint presentation, one of those like, yeah. when you stick things like right now here, here, Plan
1: <laughs> <laughs> They do. The only thing about that is I wouldn't call it Plan A. I'd have a really dumb name for it. Like, oh yeah, project, like ra- Project Launch. Launch. Sure. Yeah,
3: we had Rocket Adrift Launch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, but that's correct. That's you got me pinned. We do. We do have a whiteboard
0: in our apartment, so. Yeah. I mean, that is as well yeah, use it. part of our whole thing is being overly, I guess, prepared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the, there's something about creative people and whiteboards. They love a, they love a good oh, whiteboard. Oh, yeah.
3: You can doodle oh, all man. over
0: it. I like hauled ours from the Home Depot. It's like the hardware store down the street and like it's like 80 pounds it's like 80 pounds (laughs) i had to stop halfway and drop drop it off at a dumpster and go and come back go get (laughs) it go get a dolly to bring it back
3: oh my god yeah yeah i
0: sweat i sweat for that for that whiteboard and uh i i don't regret it
1: we are the type of people that will uh occasionally kind of browse really expensive whiteboards like yeah. LG, in can our free connect, time you, can you know? this one to your computer, <laughs> oh my god you know? that's the dream so, <laughs> you know? yeah it's, um,
2: um, it's that needs to be on every pitch deck you ever give anyone from now on by the way yeah. we're the kind of team that like to randomly <laughs> browse whiteboards
0: I I'm seriously considering it we're the kind
2: of team that like to browse whiteboards
0: <laughs> I think that would help us be taken seriously <laughs>
3: Meanwhile, here's our yeah. game, after boyfriend. Raptor yeah, we'll boyfriend,
0: <laughs> or order
2: a pizza. I um I feel like, wait, I whenever never speak to a lot of indie devs. Um, it seems to be like the the time that they manage to actually get a game done, um, is thanks to a jam. Like, there's something about having like a stuck theme mm. that just helps people actually just get something done. Um, was that the case for you, or, or did you already kind of know what you were making, or or was it? That the jam had a theme
1: we were actually um in the process of making raptor boyfriend when mm. uh we got oh. news about the jam and it was going to be in three days and um i just went to pat and uh, Lindsay and said oh you know just to let you know there is this game jam and uh you guys came back with we should do it yeah and so we had you know we had no time to prepare we were in the middle of making what was going to be our bigger game Mm-hmm. but uh, we thought we should do it um, in order to kind of prove that we could, you know? And I, mm-hmm. and I think that that, when you have that time limit and you, you only have that amount of uh, of time that you can dedicate to making something, you can, you can produce something really interesting because of the pressure for that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it was definitely true. Yeah. Like I think, uh, I think game jams are great for that reason. Just, because it it forces you to f- finish it. I mean, not mm-hmm. everyone finishes, but yeah. like it yeah. it a lot of. I think uh, I watch like a lot of game uh, development uh, devlogs and stuff like that, and uh, they uh, a lot of people have problems finishing games. I think that's just like a common thing in the yeah. indie mm-hmm. world. And uh, and I think uh, just doing it once then shows you like, oh, I can I do this. Can do this. Yeah. yeah, you can. So uh, it's like a little. It's also just like a little microcosm of game development. Like you go through mm-hmm. all the motions of-, of But like game, hyper speed, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all at once and really quickly. So yeah, I, I love green That's, Games. They're great.
2: Yeah, that that problem is definitely something that happens a lot like across mm-hmm. the industry, like people struggling to just get something finished because they're learning along the way and they're thinking more, they're adding more. Mm-hmm. Um, I, won't, I won't say names, but I know that there are some publishers, some mm-hmm. major publishers- that literally will have someone whose role is like the finisher and they'll come in mm. right just before the end of a project. And the director will be like, okay, you have to sit aside now. The finisher is going to come in and just wrap up. Wow, and that's wow. their job it's mm. to come in and just wrap the game up. Oh, yeah. it, it sounds
3: like my kind of job. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah I, I, it's, I think for a lot of people it's tough to just like get, stop, creating like you, you could just iterate on something forever and I, we've had to like just tell ourselves like this no, is it we
3: got to call it on this, this is, part yeah we're
0: like we could have probably redesigned the game like mm, three times three times where we only yeah. did it once <laughs> and yeah. uh and after the second time it was just like okay this is it we we, we got to go with it you know? and you're kind of at that point done with whatever you're stuck with whatever scope it is mm-hmm. and whatever mm-hmm. like any of that whether for good or for bad right like for like uh you know i would i maybe would have liked the scope of this game to be a little shorter but it is what it is we 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 would have to go back and completely rewrite the whole game to make it a shorter game and that's just it's just Mm -hmm. that's gonna take more time Mm -hmm. so yeah it's it's tough to make those calls i feel Mm -hmm. like uh you have to one at a certain point just be like
1: no more iterating
0: this yeah. is the game. Yeah. <laughs> I get that finisher. Yeah. yeah
1: which sounds really scary to me. Like, I know. Like a mob, <laughs> the, some someone the mob brings in. Yeah. <laughs> Tony, the finisher. To yeah, yeah. Get the game out. I couldn't think of what the actual job title was.
2: So I, let's go with finisher. I'm the finisher. Yeah, like
1: yeah. that. I have
2: a big whiteboard.
0: It's bigger than your whiteboard. <laughs> yeah.
1: To probably stress out the team, they could just bring in a really small one. Like, oh my oh, God. This is, all that's, Don't even. this is all we got room for now. Yeah. <laughs> step one finish
2: game step two game finished (laughs) that's it
0: that's your whole world Uh, yeah yeah that's uh it's kind of a useful job i feel like
2: (laughs) yeah i suppose yeah but it is that's the i guess that is the the benefit of a jam as you say like it's you have that time constraint and that's it Mm -hmm. and also i suppose you have the advantage of the people that are playing your game are usually aware that it's a jam game. So yeah. if there is like scope that, that wasn't fulfilled, it's like you kind of
0: respect that the player is probably aware of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it gives you some like, you can just experiment and just try stuff out. And it's like, it's, mm. it's for the jam. You know, mm-hmm. you don't need to like yeah, no worry pressure. about if it's marketable yeah. or if it's, you know, polished to mm. the best way that to, as much as it could be. So yeah, that's
2: cool. Yeah, and then, uh, as we mentioned, you're also developing Raptor Boyfriend or High School Romance, which is your, um, I suppose, bigger game, your your non-jam game. Mm -hmm. Uh, I guess you already answered it, but you've been working on that before the
0: jam game. So Mm -hmm. how long long has this been in development for? Roughly two years now? Yeah, almost Mm -hmm. two years. Yeah, yeah, it's it's changed multiple times Mm -hmm. as we've been making it, and uh, it's... At this point, I think the best version of it yeah. that it has ever been. Um, it's uh, yeah, we're super excited to like get to the point where we can finally play through all of it, play through the <laughs> whole thing. We're, we're right now, we're kind of in the alpha state, We're just finishing up all the writing for mm-hmm. the for the game uh, and mm-hmm. uh, at least the first pass, and uh, and then we're going to be able to play through the whole thing and test it out. So yeah, we're really excited about that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's gonna be great.
2: <laughs> I guess. Uh, I guess. Perhaps we should give like a. Does, does someone want to give a very brief description of what the game is? Mm. Um, like what what it's about for people listening.
0: Sure. Who wants to do that? I'll,
3: I'll do it. Um, so, Raptor Boyfriend is a high school teen drama romance, uh, and it's a visual novel dating sim type of game. Uh, and you play as Stella, who's an awkward teenage girl going through the last year of high school in this special kind of town that has a bunch of hot, cryptid teens that she wants to date. <laughs> and those uh, are, are the Raptor, Robert Raptorson. He's um, all over the marketing, obviously. And there's other two yeah. others. There's the Fairy, um, Day Lily, um, and then there is the the Bigfoot, Taylor Talltail. Cool.
2: My uh, my notes for when we were, before recording, in big capital letters, I have the words, Robert Rapp to send the Rad Raptor. <laughs> <And> I obviously <laughs> felt
0: that was an important point. It is. You yeah. um. <laughs> certainly hit on that. Quite yes. <laughs> He's a Rad Raptor He's that true. skateboards. <laughs> yeah, he
3: skateboards and dirt bikes. Okay. Oh, my
0: goodness. Yeah, and it's
2: a very 90s vibe, Mm -hmm. um, which I like, because I feel like a lot of, um, when you get sort of nostalgic games or games that are set in in, in the past, it's always the 80s. But for me, I grew up in the 90s, so I like to see little experiences set in the 90s, Mm -hmm. and I feel like there haven't strangely been that many of them. Um,
1: Yeah. So that's cool, I like that. And I think if we were going to make a game about a dinosaur, it had to be the night. Yeah, that's, that's
3: when cool. dinosaurs were huge.
1: Yeah, the brightest time. Yeah, yeah,
3: mm-hmm.
2: yeah. That's when dinosaurs were at their prime. Then weren't they? They were doing really well for themselves. Dinosaurs. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you know, Jurassic park. They were probably, they're, you know, probably sick of that though. In the nineties, there's yeah. like, there's more to be than Jurassic park. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I could be a boyfriend too. Yeah. I just a killing machine.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. In the nineties, uh, we all kind of also grew up in the nineties. Some mm. of us. I was uh, born
3: in the nineties, so I don't count. <laughs> I'm a I millennial. Mean, you, grew up
0: in, you grew up in the time. We're all millennials technically. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I grew up in the '90s, but I uh, Titus was a teen in that, the '90s, so mm.
3: Titus is roughly Stella's age. Mm-hmm.
0: If Stella was an adult now, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that <was confusing>. Sorry. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, there's just a lot of uh, interesting things you can do with the '90s. I think uh, you know the phone calls. Uh, there's a better aesthetic mm-hmm. to it uh, mm-hmm. in terms of a visual presentation. Uh, you can write things around people not all having cell phones, um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know? So, uh, people Mm. can be missing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Hard to reach, you know? Hard to reach, and that kind of thing. Um, And I think, yeah, and not to hit on the phone calls too much, but I think there was a a certain weight to that idea in the 90s of you getting home from high school, like, who am I gonna call on the Mm. phone, you know, from Mm -hmm. school, who can, and and yeah. So, I think it's just also we, We take inspiration in the music and uh, the art style too. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. We also like uh, teen dramas, like from the Mm -hmm. 90s, like my so-called life. Love them. Me and Lindsay specifically, Titus less so, (laughs) 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 love the, uh, like my so-called life as just a template. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, um, and so we wanted to like kind of make a game that's similar to uh, that type of teen drama but with uh, i guess kind of an updated i guess you know th- how you would like to remember it versus mm-hmm. how some mm-hmm. of the kind of things that are actually going on in it yeah, updated mm-hmm. sensibilities mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
3: and absurdist humor
0: yeah I mean, <laughs> or weird little skewed humor into it i love that yeah i mean it's got
2: as you say like a, a fairy mm-hmm. bigfoot velociraptor Love it. Top three. Those
0: are the those are the top three. <laughs> it's sort of a random assortment. Isn't yeah, it, it is. <laughs> I feel like other I feel like, you know, maybe we could have gone like just Bigfoots or just Bird raptors. Cryptids. But yeah, uh, it, this is the way it turned out. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know what to say about it. <laughs> why did that happen? Why so, why why is it those three? Were okay. there other ideas?
3: Uh, it started actually as like a parody that uh, or like a joke that we had about Twilight. <laughs> Where it was like We we kept saying, you know, Edward Cullen, it, it's easy to be, like, attracted to this sparkly vampire. What if he was, like, an actual monster? And then we just came up with, what if he was a velociraptor?
1: <laughs> yeah, and then the natural choice, I guess, for the werewolf insert was Yeah,
3: Bigfoot. it was a Bigfoot, yeah. I guess. So Taylor was, like, actually Taylor Lautner, but we changed it to Taylor tolto <laughs> and Robert instead of Robert Cullen or... Robert Pattinson, Robert Raptorson.
1: And just to be clear, uh, <laughs> the game has evolved and gotten a lot yeah. more serious. No, it's not just that, a parody but, of Twilight uh, anymore. Is where the idea started. It yeah. was just, um, like all of Rocket Adrift's ideas, kind of a dumb joke that we were uh, telling each other. <laughs>
3: and then we took it seriously. And then we <laughs> took it really
1: seriously. And two years later, we almost have a game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird how it's evolved that way. Yeah,
2: I like that. That's a really interesting story, though, to hear that it started off as kind of like a gag and now it's not mm-hmm. no it's like this serious thing and it's a lot i like that that's really cool and you've still got the names in there you still got mm-hmm. some hints of it yeah. yeah yeah some vestiges bella of the,
0: stella the dumb joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's kind of uh, it's uh it's it's sort of a weird thing especially when you're um talking about all the stuff that's going on in the story and how mm. like to get these character moments to really land and everything like that and you're talking very very seriously about a raptor and his like, and
3: his emotional, emotional development. conflicts and <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah and you're like oh right are we talking about like oh what how would a raptor we had a lore meeting i, I guess i don't want to give away too much but yeah. a little little glance inside our lore meeting we were talking about how could raptors survive a, the meteorite a, a meteor <laughs> And we're like, well, wait, maybe they went underground oh for a while. Oh my god, long. it's so dumb. It's just, <laughs> you have to consider these things. Uh,
1: it's never you directly do. mentioned in the game, but it doesn't form the kind yeah. of <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, you know that at one point, raptors were
0: blind and in tunnels. <laughs> and, they, you know, they evolved Isn't back. That's the kind of guys. stuff that goes yeah. on that
2: like whiteboard, Yeah. in case you were wondering. Yeah. What I love is that you have this game with a skateboarding <laughs> philosopher called Robert Raptorson, yeah. and you've gone, people aren't going to believe this, because
1: how would
0: the dinosaurs still be here? It's so true. Yeah.
1: What, what, like, come on. Man. I know. Uh, it's, it's great to talk about this, because after two years of just working, um, you know, just the three of us... Mm-hmm. It, it's like you forget how weird it is. Yeah, sometimes. it just yeah.
3: becomes normal to us. Yeah. And then other people hear it, and they're like, What are you talking about? Yeah.
2: yeah oh, I love to think that that loaming was completely serious. Like oh, now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it, it was. Now, how was he here? Why, how can he skateboard? How can his legs deal with the skateboard? Let's discuss. Here's some <laughs> physics. Get the whiteboard out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. The uh, the tunnel theory was contentious. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. Oh, I have no doubt. That can't be That's it. It's so
3: funny to me. It's, it, it sounds like we're joking, but we're not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God.
2: Is that just for sort of... Is all that lore... Uh, I, again, don't want to give away too much. Is Does that actually play a part in the game, or is that just for your own sakes,
1: just to sort of wrap your heads around...
2: A bit of
3: both.
1: Yeah, it's a bit of a tip of the iceberg kind of situation, mm. where... Um, you know, you have to. You want to. You want to build a believable world, but then what actually makes it into the game is just a small portion of that. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it does help you, I guess, write or understand certain things. Mm-hmm. Some of it just ends up being pointless, but <laughs> but it's fun for us. Yeah, but yeah. it's good to know. And uh, maybe there'll be a DLC or something. Yeah, <laughs> like a book, art <laughs> book I... with
3: the more information. Yeah, ladle or something.
1: Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, it's a, it's it's
2: you know we're kind of laughing and joking about you having like these serious law meetings, but when you think about pop culture, like you have Spider Man, he's mm. a man that is a spider, and people will ball their eyes out watching
0: it. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. They sort of and go, he's a Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: like what?
0: <laughs> That's kind of. I feel like what we're trying to do is just lean into that. Yeah, you know, like we want to make yeah. you care about this raptor, about, yeah. about, about this raptor, like to the point where you mm. forget that he's a raptor. Just like we have, and then, and then and you just really care about these, and characters. then take a moment afterwards and think about it. It's like I just cried about this raptor's story, like sad story, <laughs> or ha- heartwarming story, whatever it might be, mm-hmm. to you. <laughs>
2: um I really love that. I really love uh, uh, games or, or any kind of property that does that, where I can be like really invested, and if I kind of take myself out, mm-hmm. think about it, I'm like this is a man of bats. Like this is a, this
1: is a, he's <laughs> clown. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I love that. I think it's a great feature of the indie world is that we can just embrace the weird parts of ourselves. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, if, 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 if it's good enough, like people will be invested
2: in people can be invested in anything like people it's, you know it's, it's it's all in the writing and, and and all that stuff really isn't it
0: like mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. that was our kind of challenge like that's what the joke was was we were like yeah. i guess overconfident about our abilities as writers and we were like we could make you care about a raptor and <laughs> don't say uh, overconfident yet well, we have to see i mean uh, we back were, then we were yeah. overconfident right maybe, maybe now ago, yeah maybe yeah sure yeah. maybe now we're up to the task but like, i hope so but yeah it was uh <laughs> it was like you know that's easy stuff, Twilight. Come on, yeah. No. Not that it's like I think it's kind of it's kind of like leave the Twilight fans alone at this point. So, but, yeah, but yeah, haven't they had enough? Yeah, yeah. Come on, you can enjoy your vampire f- fiction. That's fine. <laughs> I'm I watched every single I watched every. Oh single yeah, movie. I did. <laughs>
1: we had lots of it was research. But... Research. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> just, yeah, yep. that's why I watched them
2: <laughs>
0: by myself. <That's>
2: it. <laughs> I need to go outside and do some kick flips, and it's research. I'm, yes, I'm dressed as a dinosaur.
3: I got a dinosaur costume just to you know feel what it is like to be a dinosaur.
0: You know, that's very important. I need to feel what it's like to be Robert Roberts, yeah, Raptorson. Get into his weird Skin. shoes that have three toes. Yeah, Did you, you have to make shoes. Did you make shoes? For oh him yeah,
3: actually? there was a, an initial design for him where he had shoes, and it was just so wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah Lindsay really struggled with oh uh, it with was the character yeah it was design. probably
3: like one of the hardest things i've had to design was like make a teenage boy or a raptor look like a teenage boy
0: hmm. and a and a and a hot teenage boy yeah that's important yeah he's got to be like attractive <laughs> um and i think he nailed it i mean i'm biased i guess but <laughs> and same with taylor taylor was a struggle yeah, as well yeah but uh yeah it's surprising how hard it is to make a bigfoot look like a not like a weird man
3: in like the woods.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: There was a moment, too, with um, Robert where, for the longest time, we were like, of course he doesn't have pants. Like a dro- <laughs> yeah! A, a dinosaur doesn't need pants. pants. And, then, uh, and then I drew it and was like, oh, uh, no. We were looking at a drawing and, and we were like, it's really weird that he's not wearing pants. And,
0: and everyone else is. is. Yeah. It just looks like he's naked.
2: Yeah. Oh, I love that. Um... I like that that you're like, how do we make the Bigfoot not look like a man in the woods? Yeah. We don't want him to he's not a man of the woods. He's a boy, a teenage mm-hmm. boy. Yeah. He goes to um, school.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> maybe the real Bigfoot goes to school. Who who knows? I don't yeah, Maybe he's don't been know. there all mm. <laughs> along.
3: There's
0: all kinds of versions of Bigfoot Big Feet. Big feet, big Uh big uh, feet, big feet. There's all (laughs) kinds of (laughs) versions of Big Fi. Uh, Some of them are magical and have shape shape shapeshifting abilities and stuff like that. So it's it's very possible as far as big feets go. Big Fi, Big Fi. Yeah.
2: That I'm I'm making that a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Cool. Um, with this, it genuinely looks really cool. I'm looking forward to to playing it. Um, Mm. when is it out? I, I, I mean, this year.
3: Um, we're
0: we're floating around this. Yeah, year it's looking more year. like n- the
3: early next year. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, it still stayed. It still says twenty twenty on our Steam page, but um, we might have to change that eventually. Yeah. Uh, so it's either it's it, if, if magically we pull it off, it could be this year, but it, uh, it's more likely next February.
3: Mm-hmm. Is
0: kind of what we're aiming for right now. I shouldn't give a, a specific date next mm. early next year. Oh my <laughs> it's, God! It's February twenty first. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh God! Put it in your calendar.
1: Uh, might as well make it Valentine's
2: Day. Yeah, yeah I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Cool. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> cool. Well, at some point next year, I am uh, uh, yeah, looking forward to playing it. It looks really, really, really cool. Um, I guess we'll leave it at that. Do you want to maybe formally tell people where they can find um, your podcast and where they can find mm. Raptor Boyfriend? And maybe if you want, you can plug your own social channels and whatnot as well?
3: Sure. Uh, yeah, you can get a, a Wishless Raptor Boyfriend on Steam. Um, and you can follow our podcast on Twitter at Rocket Adrift. And you can get it at, on any podcatcher, Spotify, Apple, yeah. and uh, and we pu- upload it to YouTube as well.
0: Just so search Dark yeah. Future Dice. Yeah. And uh, and you can also go to our website, rocketadrift.com, where we have the links to all that stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Amazing. Um, thank you so much for coming on um, and talking about your
2: pizzas and your podcasts <laughs> and your hot-wrapped boys. Um, <laughs> Thanks for having us. Yeah. So, you know, we covered all pleasure. the main topics. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. Right. Um, I will leave you guys to it, mm-hmm. and I'm looking forward to your again. And maybe in 33 years from now, we can come on and talk about the sequel. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> when yeah. Raptor's all grown up yeah. and has kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, looking forward to it. Yeah. Thanks, Ryan. Definitely. Yeah. Thanks. Um, cool. Right. I will catch you all there. Bye. 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 <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the Toad On Games podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Of course, there is one episode out every single week. So that's four episodes a month. And if you want early access to those episodes, you can support me and the Patreon, mostly me, buying toys and nonsense, at patreon.com slash toadsanime, where you can get early access to every episode. So that's four episodes a month. Um, You can also get shoutouts on the podcast for backing at certain tiers as well. So... Thank you very much to Robert Cathols, James Coop, Thomas, Francisco Limas, EMH Richard, Corey Class, Chris Wood, Gregory Phillips, Lee Chapman, Stephen, Andy Robertson, Gregory Kroll, Joe Sheedy and Ryan Winters. Thank you so, so much for backing the podcast and me and all the things I do so far. And I hope you will subscribe to wherever it is you're listening to this and we will catch you with a different Games Industry guest on the next episode. See you
0: later.